this week on the Trend Out Loud podcast. When you have minorities, when you have people of color sinking, stuck at sea, or dying, then we don't hear any coverage about it. They're trapped in this vessel, lost, and people don't feel sorry for them just because they're rich. All right, I got a jam-packed podcast for you guys today. I'm going to talk about Cardi B and the billionaire who's lost at sea sun. I'm also going to talk about the refugee ship that had 700 refugees that was lost at sea. And lastly, I'm going to talk about people's opinion of the rich people that are on the submersal that's lost at sea. All right. So normally when I do a podcast, I take one topic and I talk about that topic. But today, there's so much going on with the submersal and, you know, everyone's talking about, um, you know, the refugee ship that was lost at sea. People are talking about the rich people and they're and they're giving their opinions on rich people, you know, doing stupid things and people don't feel sorry for their um, for for them being stuck at sea. So I just thought it would be, you know, easier to just cover three all, all in one podcast. So, you know. Sit tight. This is going to be a little bit longer of a podcast than I normally do. Um, let's start off with um, Cardi B and the billionaire's son. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the men who are lost at sea, their um, his stepson um, uh, went to a, a Blink One Eighty Two concert. I think it was Wednesday night, and he was also. Uh, somebody also found a tweet of him kind of flirting with a girl on OnlyFans who he claims that he knows and, and he tweets her often. So Cardi B jumped on on live on her Instagram and was like, um, she was like, yo, I would rather be poor and have somebody care about me and have my family love me than to be a billionaire and nobody cares. Um, because the, the, the son, the stepson is like, yo, I don't want to sit down at home depressed. I can't go into the ocean. I can't go to the bottom of the ocean. ocean. There's nothing I could do to help save my stepfather. So instead of sitting home depressed, I decided to go to see my favorite group. Um, And Cardi B is like, yo, you should be at home crying in your pillow. You should be, you know, watching TV. You should be calling, trying to find out what's going on. And I understand what Cardi B is saying. I get it, right? But you cannot take, I mean, this this submersal was uh, lost at sea from Monday. Yeah, we all heard about it on Wednesday, 48 hours later. Not that we all heard about it, but it became like a national story. And now Thursday, you know, three days later, of course, everybody in the world knows it. But you don't know what this kid went through the Sunday night when he found out about it, the Monday and the Tuesday, and although I, I understand what she's saying, because I wouldn't be able to go to my favorite concert knowing that my stepfather or anybody in my family is lost at sea, but I have gone through I have gone through enough therapy to know that everybody deals with stress, anxiety, trauma differently. There's been there's been uh, people that have gone to funerals. And they're laughing at funerals. I have actually seen people hysterically laughing and joking around at a funeral while everybody was crying. But that's how that person deals with their trauma. And who knows what they're doing behind closed doors. Um, I have a cousin of mine that's very um, like strong-minded and, and strong-willed and you know never cries. 
and you know there was a death in our family and you know that's somebody who he was close to and you know he's not a crier he's not an emotional person he you know I'm all, I was like I feel like you're blocking your your emotions and I I'm a crier I'm uh I'm not saying I cry every day or I'll cry like at movies or whatever but if somebody passes away like yeah I, at that funeral I was crying with you know while he wasn't crying and I just feel like everybody deals with their trauma differently. And I just don't think it's fair of Cardi to assume that he doesn't love his stepfather because he's not at home, miserable and, and, and in a wreck. Um, like I said, I would be, but I just don't think um, that that means that that man doesn't love his stepfather. Um, you know, I, I kind of think the Twitter thing is more of a of a tell that maybe there's some disconnect in the relationship. I don't know if I'd be on Twitter flirting with, uh, you know, an OnlyFans model. I know he also did say that he only has $100 in his bank account. So if my stepfather is a, a, multi, is a billionaire and I only have $100 in my account, then, you know, obviously that relationship is a little bit, you know, rocky. But again, like I said, after three or four days of somebody being lost at sea, if you're like, hey, man, I'm going to get on Twitter and I'm going to, you know, do whatever, um, you know, look at um, DC Youngfly and, um, you know, his um, his fiance just passing away. He's like, look, he's a, I'm a God fearing man. I um, I what did he say? He said it was he he uh, he I don't want to misquote him, but it was more like <clears throat> he believes um, in spirit more than the flesh and you know who we are as the flesh is not the person he loves and his fiance is still here because of the spirit so and and he believes that from his faith so not that he's not missing his wife uh her, sorry his fiance but he could still go on because you know he believes in the spirit of her more than the flesh of her but like that's just another example to just say everybody deals with their pain differently okay so that's cardi and the billionaire son now I want to talk about a lot of people being on social media, um, a few saying, man, I don't feel sorry for those five people that are stuck in, in the bottom of the ocean. I don't feel sorry for those rich people who are in, those, in, in the submersal, who, by the way, as I'm doing this Thursday at, at 10 a.m., um, reports are that they are have officially technically ran out of um, air, oxygen, and the carbon dioxide that they're breathing out uh, will kill them by this time, which is 96 hours. And a lot of people are like, yo, how could these rich people pay, you know, quarter of a million dollars to go in this submersal that's controlled by a 30, uh, a $30 Logitech and, oh, I don't feel sorry for them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like, I feel like that's unfair because just because someone is is rich and they can afford to pay $250,000 doesn't mean that they're still not human. You know what I mean? Like I think people think that because you're rich means that yo you're you're that means you have to be smart or that means that you have to make intelligent decisions. You know, just cuz like I I just I don't think I would have gone on the submersal, but it's not like it was like my neighbor made a submersal and you're like, hey, you're an idiot. Like, you know, this is a, a company. The CEO is on a submersal. This is, uh, you know, I was watching CNN and it, because it left from Canada, 
it didn't have to pass any U.S. regulations, and Canada doesn't have any regulations with ships or submersibles. Don't don't quote me on that, but there's somehow that they're able to get by the regulations. And I'm the type of person who, you know, I wouldn't go in that whether it was regulated, not regulated, or whatever. Like I'm not doing that stuff. <laughs> That's just me. But you know, these people who are on there, it's not like they're you know, uh, oh man, I'm a billionaire and I'm just I have you know I have nothing to do this Sunday, so I'm just going to the bottom of the ocean. These people are explorers. Like, this is what they do. Like they're, you know, they they're uh, adventure seekers. Like they they want to go to the moon. They want to you know go to the bottom of the ocean. Um, Richard Branson is is one of the most known explorers in the world. He was he's I think it's SpaceX or I don't know if that's Elon Musk, but they're trying to go to the moon. Like there's people out there that you know, want to explore the world and go to the highest mountain and go and, and they know that they're risking their lives, but that's what they like. And I just feel it like almost like disgusting that you can have five humans, whether they be poor, middle class, rich or uber rich or billionaires. And to know that they're trapped in this vessel lost and people don't feel sorry for them just because they're rich. Just because you're rich doesn't mean that, you know, that you always make the best decisions. And just because somebody is rich and they made a, a poor decision and and didn't, um, you know, maybe, you know, go through the, you know, make sure that um, this company, um, OceanGate, went through all their port- protocols or maybe they skipped corners. Um, and like I said, the CEO is on the ship, Right. Um, but yes, there, there's reports that, you know, they skip corners and they, uh, and, and they kind of maybe did some things that were shady, but just because you're rich doesn't mean that you make the best decisions. And just because you're rich and don't make the best decisions just doesn't mean that you can't be empathetic towards somebody losing their life. So I just think that that's, that's really cold of, of, of people, um, to get online while these people are suffocating, um, in, um, a submersal at the bottom of the ocean. I just, I feel that's just wrong. And um, yeah, I just, I hate to see that stuff. All right. Thirdly, um, I, I want to tread lightly on this because I don't have all the information. I don't know too much about it. Um, I asked some people um, online to send me some articles. So I don't know how much I trust the sources and et cetera. Normally when I report something, like I want it to come from a credible source, like, uh, you know, MSNBC, Fox News, or, uh, you know, um, CNN, or somewhere like, you know, that that I know is a reputable source. Um, but I'm going to try to talk about it. Um, so um, actually, let me, let me just read it because I, I don't want to make any mistakes. Pakistan on Monday widened its search for human traffickers after a tragedy off the Greek coast last week that left more than 500 migrants feared drowned, including many Pakistanis, officials say. The fishing boat capsized June 16th, 47 miles southwest of Greece after leaving Libya. It was bound for Italy, according to Greek officials, but the boat engine died before arriving at the port. Hundreds of people remain missing in the aftermath of the shipwreck off the coast of Greece. So far, only 104 survivors have been found, none of them women or children who were allegedly kept in the hold of the ship. Questions remain over the role of the Greek Coast Guards 
in the incident and why the on board were not rescued sooner. There's protests in Greece right now um, to find the survivors of the shipwreck. So basically, um, there was a fishing boat, and what they're saying, like I said, the details are not yet like super clear. Um, but there was a, a fishing boat with close to five or six hundred people on it, and the the thing is that the boat was smuggling refugees. So they had engine troubles, and the Coast Guard um, came to them when they were stuck at sea. I think they were stuck or stopped at sea. And the Coast Guard asked them if they wanted any help, and they said, no, we're good, don't worry about us. The reason why they couldn't say that they wanted help is because they had, because they were smuggling people. They were, they were human traffickers. Um, so the Coast Guard was like, are you sure? Back and forth, back and forth. So um, because they didn't want to get help, um, they were there stranded at sea, and then apparently the, the ship sank and people have died. And like I said, so far there's only 104 survivors. And people are making a big uproar about this because they're saying, where is the news coverage? Um, when there are, you know, white billion, there's five white billionaires, um, you know, in a submersible who actually paid to go on. But you had a story last week with five or 600 refugees trying to escape poverty and trying to escape bad conditions to to go somewhere else to have a better life. And the news coverage, you know, doesn't say anything about it. And we, we don't hear about it. It's not a national story. And now because of the submersal going down, um, now you're starting to hear rumbles online saying, you know, so you guys care about five white rich people that pay to go on something. But when you have um, brown people, when you have minorities, when you have people of color, um, you know, sinking, stuck at sea or dying, then we don't hear any coverage about it. Um, and look, man, I have been on this podcast and I feel like I'm always trying to do my best to stand up for, um, you know, indigenous, uh, trans rights, homosexual rights, uh, you know, uh, black rights, uh, just just equality for all. So I wanted to make sure that I highlighted the story, even though I don't know all the details about it. And, um, I always tried to see both sides of the story, but, um, you know, when I look at this, I, I try to see the both sides of the story and, you know, uh, there, there's two things. One, um, people make a new story. Uh, the reason why this submersal is such a big story is because we, the public made it a big story. Like I said, I saw it on CNN as just one little story, I think on, on Tuesday. And then as you started seeing traction, media picks it up and they're like, hey, people are talking, people are talking about this and, and they want to cover it. Um, and of course, this is, you know, the submersal is in North America and, and we're hearing the story, you know, um, of course, coming out of North America and then went globally. Um, so I don't know what kind of coverage was happening in Europe or in Greece or in Pakistan. And this was a bigger story. And now we're just getting it in North America. Um, but I do, I do uh, think that um, it is horrible uh, to know that you have uh, refugees, uh, people that are, uh, that are in uh, horrible conditions, uh, trying to make their way uh, to get a better life and escape um, extreme poverty or, 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 or corrupt governments um, and, and so forth. And, and you have five or 600 people on a ship and you have these human traffickers 
that are more concerned with themselves um, and saving themselves than saving the people on the ship. And um, I, if that's not a news story, if that's not a story that should, should be global, then of course I 100% agree that you know a story of five, um, you know, rich people who paid to go on a submersal um, is stuck at the bottom of the sea. Um, you know, you know, both should be stories. You know, um, and I understand that you know one is you know, um, you know, stuck at sea and there's a time and it's a rescue mission. And, uh, the other one was, um, uh, the other one is, you know, people on a boat, you know, doing some shady, some, some, some shady things and they're refusing help. But at the end of the day, regardless of what's going on with their shadiness and the coast guard or whatever, you know, that, that should be a national story. That should be something that we should bring attention to. So I just want to make sure that I mention it um, on my, my podcast. Um, and hopefully this turns into uh, a bigger story and we could push this to become a national story so that we could bring more attention to it um, so that we can get the answers and find out really what's going on. Um, and and first, of, first and foremost, you know, catch the human traffickers, those human smugglers, um, you know, who are smuggling these people uh, across, across uh, waters, you know, and not caring, uh, you know, for their well-being while, uh, you know, while at sea. Um, so I just want to bring um, attention to that and, and just give you, um, you know, my thoughts. So in all, in, in conclusion, you know, today's podcast is really about just having empathy, man. You know what I mean? Just you know, whether you're a billionaire's stepson, uh, whether you're uh, a rich billionaire that can afford to go on a submersal, or or, or whether you are, um, you know, some, a refugee trying to escape, or a coast guard, uh, you know, seeing a boat in distress, or a human trafficker, um, you know, looking out for themselves. You know, I just think that if we can all just have more empathy and start treating all of us as equal, whether you're poor, whether you're rich, whether you're middle class, whether you're black or you're brown or white. I just think if we just all looked at each other as a human race and treated each other like a human race and not of our appearance on the outside, I think that we could have um, you know, a better world. So that's why I wanted to couple three, these three stories together because, yeah, they're all separate incidences and they're all separate um, mind states. But when you really strip it down, it's all just about having empathy and understanding um, and, and just giving humans grace. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, Turn Out Loud. Peace!